welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Hey there, welcome or welcome back to the podcast where we talk about all things entrepreneurial leadership and mindset so that you can grow your heart-led, impact-driven business and live the life that resonates with you, that's in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. Now, I've started the podcast that way for a few weeks, but what does that actually mean? A life that's in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. Well, to me, it means being conscious of what you want your business to bring to your life, what you want. So whether you want time freedom or whether you want to feel fulfilled through the work that you do, whether you want to have an impact in the world or all of that or something else entirely, the key to me is being conscious of what you want and not something maybe you've latched onto inadvertently that's commonly thought of as a component of a life that we would all love. Maybe the things I mentioned, such as time freedom, aren't top of your mind. Maybe it is something else entirely. There's so much talk about what's possible, isn't there, in the online space? And that's because there is so much possible for us in our businesses. But with these opportunities, we have to consciously apply the filter to think, well, wait, do I want that? Or do I just think I want that because I keep hearing people talking about it? So, for example, for me, the idea of being a digital nomad and being able to work from anywhere, including from the beach, that doesn't sound bad, does it? When you read about it, when you hear about it, when you see all the posts and the beautiful sunshine and the cocktails, doesn't sound bad, does it? But I don't want that from a business for my life. I can understand why people do, but that's not what I want for me. And knowing that is part of thinking critically and consciously and intentionally about what I do want. Now, you might think, well, that's a little bit obvious, Elle, that we need to think about what we want ourselves. But I've found that it just isn't as easy as it initially sounds because our minds can have a tendency to automatically jump to things that we're familiar with, things we know best, because that's more comfortable for our brains to automatically jump to something that is familiar. And I talked about time freedom there, that I want that from my business for my life you might too, but my version of time freedom and why I want that might be completely different to your version of time freedom and why you want it. The point is that we need to stop and think about what really matters to us individually and delve a little bit deeper than our first thought. I find journaling a really good practice for this sort of work. So 
if you want to do some journaling yourself on this topic, I have some writing practices on my website and the practice of writing deeper will guide you through some questions to ask yourself so that you can get a level below your initial thoughts and really delve deeper, as I say, into this topic. I find journaling a good way of doing this, but however you want to do it, it's this work that helps train your mind to be intentional and conscious about what you're thinking that's true for you or what you want to be true for you. And it helps you think about it as opposed to defaulting to a thought that has perhaps been externally shaped by circumstances or by those around you or by the way that you've been brought up. And this is a very important practice for business owners. I mean, not just business owners, but that's what we're that's what we're here to talk about. So why is training your mind in this way important as a business owner? Well, as solopreneurs, I mean, I'm a solopreneur or maybe you're a micro business owner. I find myself on my own a lot. Perhaps you do too. And there's a lot to it running a business, isn't there? There's a lot of information to take in. There's a lot of decisions to make. And often we're on our own doing that, thinking about all the things. If you spend a lot of time in the online space, as I do, there's so much information, isn't there? So much advice from people saying, well, I found success this way and someone else, I found success this way, I found success this way. And it can be overwhelming. We need to be rooted and grounded in what we think and believe ourselves. And we need to be diligent about making sure the way we think and what we believe serves us so that we can sift through this information and take what serves us, leave the rest without becoming overwhelmed by it. So this is all about cultivating self-trust and mindset hygiene, to be conscious and intentional about what's true for us or what can be true for us if we're hygienic about our business mindset. Now, today's topic speaks to this because I wanted to talk with you about exploring how you think and feel about what other people think of you. And I found this is a topic that comes up a lot in the online space because it speaks to our ability to be visible in business, which is an extremely important part of running a business, whether in the online space or otherwise. And the way that we feel about what other people are thinking and how they are reacting to what we're showing up and sharing in the world is a common mindset stumbling block. So I want to talk today about navigating the mindsets around what others think about us. But I also want to go into a lesser discussed opinion, if you like, about it actually being a good idea in some situations to care about what others think of us. So controversial, maybe let's dive in. So do you care about what other people think about you and does it hold you back in your business? And by hold you back, I mean in a couple of ways, specific and non-specific ways. So for example, do you concern yourself with what people, people in quotes, non-specific, people generally out there are thinking about what you're putting out into the world. Are you concerning yourself with what if they think it's rubbish? What if they think I'm a fraud? What if it's not good enough? What if it's not as good as so-and-so? What if somebody says something unpleasant, leaves me an unpleasant comment? Have you ever had thoughts like that? I certainly have about non-specific possibilities the what-ifs might happen and it's just a general uneasiness about other people's reaction to what I want to put out in the world. Whether you're showing up to share your products, your services, your opinions, your impact message, your hopes, your dreams, 
Whatever you're showing up to share, the more close and emotionally attached you are to what you're sharing, the greater these worries can be, can't they? The what ifs and about what others will say. And that's the general unease part, but there can also be more specific thoughts, can't there, about specific people. So whether it's family, friends, people you used to work with, all of the above, neighbours, whatever. Because I think when it comes to starting a business, it is understandable that the people around us who've known us in a different capacity, a capacity that's maybe more regular or maybe more generally understandable to them, they can react to our decision to go down the entrepreneurial route because maybe they see us walking away from more traditional employed structure, which they have certain ingrained views about. They can react to that in a variety of ways, can't they? From supportive to suspicious, from excited for us to scoffing, maybe, from curious to basically just rude. Decisions around starting a business, I've found, is a bit like pregnancy. Everybody wants to tell you their opinion, and depending on how they choose to do it, it can leave you feeling validated, or it can leave you feeling criticised. And the truth is that neither matters because the chances are their opinion isn't an expert one either way, whether they're leaving you feeling good or whether they're leaving you feeling bad. And you probably know that deep down or on an intellectual level, but maybe it just doesn't feel that way. Because when we're in a situation where a lot of our own personal limiting beliefs, doubts and insecurities crop up or have had a chance to gather steam, because like I said earlier, you know, we're on our own a lot. There's a lot of information to sift through it can be overwhelming other people's opinions can really rock the boat more than they would when we're in a situation that we're more familiar with or more comfortable with when you're starting out in business people's opinions affect you more than they will further down the line now there's a whole host of things here mindset and leadership wise but fundamentally business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership work is about building a strong personal core of self-trust so that we are neither looking for external validation and the flip side of that is that we're not we don't feel so exposed to external criticism so that's building our self-trust muscle cultivating a solution focused approach and a belief that we can find or create solutions when we need them building confidence in our own thoughts, abilities and decisions, which in turn makes our own thoughts, abilities and decisions of a higher quality for what we're doing. Now, this isn't the same as not listening to anybody else's opinion and not being humble and not being curious, but it is about deliberately building confidence from internal work rather than hoping external circumstances will build it for you. Because even if they do, that's not sustainable. None of what I've said changes the fact that we have people around us who play a significant role in our lives and there are some mindset shifts that I've found helpful when it comes to deciding what we want to listen to and take on board and what we don't from the people around us who are sharing their opinions with us. One thing that worries me and I don't like seeing when I see it in the online space are bold statements like don't care about what anyone else thinks of you or surround yourself only with people who support you and don't be in the energy of people who want to lower your vibration, that sort of thing. And while there is often a kernel of good advice in these broad sweeping statements, sometimes it's either just that, a wee kernel of good advice, or it just plain doesn't suit you or your circumstances. So today I want to talk with you about why it's good to be aware in some situations of what other people think of you, why it doesn't matter who you're surrounded by when you commit to your own business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership work as a priority, and 
how to protect your energy when you feel you need to. Now, we live in a society, don't we? We are social beings, we depend on others and they depend on us. The power of relationships and the collective has never been so obvious, has it, as it has been over the past couple of years. But within a collective, there are different views of the world, different ways of being, different ways of doing, and we need to be able to maintain ours and not be knocked off our own path. So we need to be able to judge when to listen and when to not listen. We need to be able to preserve our energy for what matters rather than using it up, getting in a stew about interactions and opinions that may or may not matter when we pit them against our own core values, beliefs, goals and view of life and the world. Now, I said I was going to say why I think it does matter what others think of us in some situations or why it matters to me. It is useful to be aware of what other people think of you because there are some people that you want to dislike you. Now, I know that sounds strange because we're all social beings. We all have a human need to be accepted in a group, to be liked, to be understood. But you want some people to dislike you because their values just don't match yours. But not only that, from a perspective of self-awareness, how we're coming across to others is useful to know because we need to know is that how we are wanting to come across and we can use it as a learning opportunity. So for example, I was saying earlier that one of the common concerns is what if people don't like what I'm putting out? What if they react badly to it? What if I get negative comments? And firstly, I would say that is far less prevalent in my experience than we believe it's going to be before we put ourselves out there. But the point that I really want to make is that we can use it as a learning opportunity about how we're being perceived and ensure that we are being perceived in the way that we want to be. So it can help us strengthen how we want to come across. And also seeing how other people react to things can help us clarify our own boundaries. This is another great topic to journal on. So grab your journal and think about what are your values? How do you want to be perceived? And how do you want your business to be perceived? Is this clear from your communications with people? And what are your boundaries? And do you act accordingly? The next thing I said I wanted to talk to you about was why it doesn't matter who you're surrounded by when you commit to your own business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership work as a priority. And this comes from the advice in quotes about detaching ourselves from people who don't have the same outlook on our business journey as as we do. I mean, for sure, there's a benefit of being around like-minded folks and it is a good idea to be in free communities online of people who understand the path that you're on and the work that you need to do and what it takes to do it. But there is a danger in only being around like-minded folks. It's a very narrow learning opportunity. And maybe it's not feasible anyway, because it might be folks in your close circle who are passing comments that you have to figure out how you want to to deal with. And people are not just one thing anyway. So the idea of writing them off as opposed to accepting them as they are just doesn't sit well with me. So this is why I want to talk about why it doesn't matter 
who you're surrounded by. And it is far easier to accept people as they are if you are on a solid footing yourself about what you think and how you feel and how you feel about your business. Everything we're talking about here is mindset work, cultivating, managing and maintaining beliefs that serve you, staying on your own path, keeping the faith. It's all relevant to this because it's all about building this personal core of self-knowledge, self-trust and confidence, which helps you to hold your place in the world, which is no better and no worse than anybody else's place in the world. But it's also about seeing the best in all the relationships and interactions that you have. Now, it's caveat time, just to be abundantly clear. Everything I'm talking about here is about the day-to-day management of life and business. I'm not talking about anything that happens at life's extremes. So I'm not saying that we should maintain the company of abusers or not detach from somebody who's hurt us deliberately. I'm talking about not writing off the friend who doesn't understand what you're doing because maybe they're scared for you. Maybe that's just them showing their own fears. You're friends with your friends for a reason. Focus on that. Everyone fulfills a different role in our lives and not everyone has to be on board with everything we do. You can agree to differ. You probably do about plenty of other things. Don't take to heart their misunderstandings about what you do. If they're interested, explain to them. If they're not interested, talk about something else. You have to decide on the balance and where you want to draw the line for yourself, what feels right to you. But when you work on clarity and confidence, also known as business mindset work, when people do pass remarks that are inappropriate, it becomes easier for you to decide which side of the line that they're on the more that you do this kind of clarity and confidence work to become rooted and grounded in what you think and believe yourself. This is another good topic in your journal. If you do have people in your close circle with whom you're feeling some tension because they are not on board as much or as supportive as you would like them to be about your business, Journal on the positives about these people and the positives of your relationship with them and journal on the role that they can play in your life going forward. What conversations can you have with them? Be interested in understanding them instead of worrying about whether or not they understand you. Now, the third thing that I wanted to talk with you about was preserving your energy. Another benefit of business mindset and personal growth work is the amount of energy it saves because we are dialing down or getting a handle more quickly on handling internal conflict. But it is an ongoing process, like I always say, all mindset work is. So if you know you're going to be in a situation where you're with someone who maybe knocks your confidence or saps your energy because of either the way they act towards you or the way that they act in general. And again, caveat, I'm not talking about putting up with unacceptable behaviour. I'm talking about how we feel and how that's no more important than how anyone else feels in certain situations. If someone has a different view of the world and we don't want to take on their energy or give away our own, but we might still want or need to be around them, What do we do then? How do we protect our energy so that we're not allowing them to reignite any of our perfectly human limiting beliefs that will then disturb our ability to take the action that we want to take in our business? If you listen to last week's episode, I mentioned that I had completed Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie Masterclass training 
And one of the things that she talks about is psychic protection. She talks about protecting our energy and she talks about it in the context of when we're working with others in a coaching or healing capacity, being able to help others without depleting ourselves in a way that doesn't help anyone. And I think this transfers to situations where we find ourselves in interactions, personal or professional, that threaten our confidence. She talks about protecting your energy with a cloak. Now, this can be a literal cloak or like a big cardigan that you can wrap around yourself or a metaphorical cloak, just imagining you cocooning yourself when you're in this company or zipping yourself up from the from the foot to the head. Both of these images I like. You're protecting yourself and your energy from outside influence. And that's useful for a lot of things. So going back to where we started, putting ourselves out there in the online space, showing up and sharing, worrying about what other people think. If it helps to zip up your protective cloak first, go for it. So on this topic, journal on what will work for you and when you'll use it when it comes to needing to protect your energy and how will that help you in your business because that's what this is all about. So that's nearly it for me today. Let me know if these mindset shifts resonate with you. How will what we've talked about today help you? What is your biggest takeaway from today's episode? Email me, l at lturnercreative.com. Let me know. But just before I jump off, a couple of housekeeping things. First of all, if you love this podcast, share it with your heart-led business buddies. And if you feel so inclined and think it's warranted, it would really help spread the word and I would really appreciate it if you would leave me a honking great cuddly lip smacking five star review (laughs) you know the kind so if you feel it's warranted and you can do that thank you so much that's really helpful and lastly just before I go are you on LinkedIn I've had a presence there for a while but I'm just starting to get more active there so I would love to connect with you if you're on there I'll put a link to my LinkedIn profile in the description so if you're on LinkedIn let's connect there. That's all for me today. I will talk to you again on the podcast next week. But meantime, enjoy your business. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.